0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Outrighteous Podcast. I am your host, Dev, The Voice. Um, There is no Don Jones today. I guess niggas gotta work. They gotta feed their family and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) But on the bright side, um, Brittany Cleveland is back. Hi. Man. Yo, first off, uh, we already got one in the bag. This is the second one that she's doing with us. So um, this is dope. Because I really I like her perspective. It's interesting, and she's super creative. So I'm glad that she is here again. And um, actually, I think this conversation is going to be really. It's going to come out great too, because we both super creative people, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we both are up and coming in the in the realms that we are um, making a way in. And uh, I think that we have an opportunity to sort of inspire and and just shed some light on. What we're trying to do and people who are also looking or thinking like, damn, I would love to, you know, be bold enough to do what they're doing or be brave enough to do what they're doing and be so open about whatever it is that I'm doing or going through in life and just talking about it with people. And so because like a lot of people have hit me up and say, like, yo, it's crazy. Like the things that you talk about on a podcast, I wouldn't be bold enough to talk about it. but I think it's dope that you do that. And so um, we both are somebody who we, we sort of just putting ourselves out there. And, and we are taking what we could get, but also giving people 100% us. Um, so, Brittany Cleveland is back. Yes. Um, so, shouts out to her. We're going to tag you on everything that we put up. Um, shouts out to the Broke Fame YouTube channel.
1: Yes. <clears throat>
0: um, maybe, yo, you ever thought about doing like a podcast for that too?
1: You know, like, Broke Fame is going to extend to whatever I make it. Right. So, I mean, I've thought about it a lot. But I'm pretty sure as soon as, like, you know, I get the money that I get and, right. like, you know, have my own studio, I will definitely, like, have podcasts and For stuff sure. like that.
0: Because <laughs> it's dope. Like I said, I told you in the last episode that um, I had watched it so far, um, and I enjoyed it. Even though it was, like, things that didn't really relate to me, just your personality, your energy you brought into the video was super dope. It was easy to watch. Um she not putting out content that's boring. She not putting out content that's too long. She definitely is putting out some fire content. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on here. Um, because I see what you're doing. I see the potential. And I'm like, yo, let's rap. Let's have a conversation. And shit, who knows what we'll come up with in the future, now, whenever. Right. <clears throat> um, so this is the so this is how I'll phrase this. Um, our generation, we have we live in a time where Likes, tweets, retweets, DMs, all of that stuff, it um, means so much to people, whether you're somebody who creates content, whether you're somebody who doesn't create content, almost to where, or shoot, not even almost to where, dead ass, like, if you get a certain amount of likes, you could start trans- creating income for yourself, just based off of getting so many likes. Um, but more importantly, we live in a time where likes and DMs and retweets all also add value to people. And people, it um, it basically can help or harm somebody's self esteem. Like, shoot, I'm thinking back to the days when like Instagram first came out, and niggas was just like, "Yo, I hope I get like double digits." And now you gotta have like beyond triple, man. Now it's people coming out with two, three hundred thousand likes, and um, it's almost like. Everybody has an opportunity to be a celebrity, so everybody wants their opportunity to be a celebrity. Everybody wants to have those 100,000 likes, those 200,000 likes. Um, so first off, we talked a little bit. I asked you in the first episode like what you feel like your role in media is. So if you could just touch on that one more time for the people that's revisiting us on the second episode. Tell them a little bit about your YouTube page, what it is that you do on your page, and pretty much who you are in this social media world.
1: Well, I would just like to say that I have been, you know, very premature, I guess I would want to say, Mm -hmm. into, like, the social media world. Right. I mean, not premature. I I think I've had every social media site. It's just, like, now, like, my Instagram is, like, something that it's just, like, I think of it as a business and less of, like, you know. A personal page. A personal page. because. I have two pages right now. My regular page, uh, Brittany underscore C L E V E. Just in case you wanted to look me up for broke fame. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have these two pages, and you know, it used to just be like, oh, I like I'm doing this for likes, and like you know, I'm just looking for it. like you know, dating all that dumb like right. ish. But like you know, as I when I started broke fame is that's basically like when. I took both of my pages as like something that's just like you know business related right because i actively post my broke fame page on my regular like social media page for sure and so since i am a journalist major and also i'm a fashion enthusiast i would like to say (laughs) so i would like to be like a mogul in like both of these lanes like i know everybody's just like well you're supposed to only stick to one thing but, like, I have, like, a really hard time sticking to, to just one Yo. thing. But I'm good at, like, the things that I love. So for I love sure. the aspects of, like, the media. That's why I do my YouTube page. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to put out more different content than just, like, you know, just the regular fashion stuff that I do on my Bro fame page. But right. it still gets traction either way. For sure.
0: And so let's talk about that for a minute. Because it's funny you brought that up. Because I was talking to somebody about that the other day. And I was telling them, you have these people like uh, Donald Glover. You have these people like... You know I'll even say like Kanye West and Beyonce and you have these people who are talented all across the board right and mm-hmm. we think that they are like from another world Like, damn how's this person good at all these different things and I was telling them that I actually believe that all of us are good at multiple things and have the potential to be geniuses in multiple things but we have um, it's so normal to just think that you can only be good at one thing and some of the most creative people like myself and like yourself We all across the board is like, okay, yeah, I could do this, but then I can also do this with it, or I can Mm -hmm. also turn that in, turn Mm -hmm. this into, you know, into that. Um, do you sort of find yourself being like an outlier, or do you, are you around a lot of people that's that thinks that same way?
1: Um, so I kind of, you know, grew up liking a lot of things, right? Reading was like a major thing for me, that's why, you know. When it comes to, like, journalism, you know, I love reading. I, w- I love creating new stories. I was right. in creative writing, too. Like, yes. I, I just have a brain full of ideas. Right. But, like, you know, <clears throat> I actually keep a career journal, yeah. like, with That's me. That's yeah, 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 So, yeah. in that career journal, when I feel like, you know, I, I want to accomplish too much. Right. I just always write it down because, like, you never know. That's something, like, I might want to, like, revisit, like, you know, once I find, like, the avenue right. that's straight, that that's making me a lot of money, but, like, you know, I want to go to different avenues where I can, you know, create more generational wealth, not just, like, for me and my kids and my family, but, like, you know, just, like, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I plan on, like, giving back and, like, actually wanting to, like, make a difference within the community. It's just that the difference that I need, that I want to make, I need to have the right amount of funds to do so. And the right amount of, like, power and, like you know, fame to do it.
0: And I think a lot of people forget that too. Like they, they, they had this ambition to wanna make these changes. But like you gotta be able to fund it. Money yeah. speak louder than anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely gotta be able to fund that.
1: But right now, it's just, like, you know, my social media presence is, like, <clears throat> I guess I guess it would be, like, everyone thinks I'm, like, a model, but also people think I'm, like, 5'7", and I uh-huh. just want to let you guys know, you're very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm 5'1". <five> <laughs> hey, Britt,
0: no lie, I'm not going to lie, it's been a minute since I saw you last, so when you came here, I was like, damn, yo, she mad short. <laughs> Yes. I also have a little, so yes. it's still like, it's still
1: like yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. very short, um, yeah. you know, I wear heels a lot, like, yeah. you know, I like to conquer the world one day at a time with the outfit. For sure. That's like one of, like, um, my taglines on my YouTube channel that I'm trying to, like, incorporate yeah. in everything. Conquer, mm-hmm. Conquering the world one outfit at a time, because I really do love fashion, I'm very inspired by, like, you know, like different parts of, like, the fashion world, whether it's just, like, you know, Yves Laurent right. or drag queens. Yeah. Like, you know, everything. I'm just inspired by both. So it's like, you know, why can I look good while doing something that I love? Right. So, so
0: when you talk about fashion, what was your earliest days? Like, what are the earliest days you remember being interested and involved in fashion?
1: Well, ironically, I was a late bloomer when it came to fashion. Yeah. I've always wanted to work in the media first, though. Right. But fashion came... Maybe, like, I was, like, in middle school. Maybe, Uh like, eighth grade. Yeah. I've had a very, like very wacky like <laughs> sense of style. Uh-huh. Like I've always like <laughs> I, I, I'm like a big fan of like shirts that are really out there. Yeah. Like and I remember just like my mom would always get mad at me because I would wear things that are like inappropriate. Right. And just like as far as like the sayings on the shirts, yeah. I still wear shirts like that. But I don't live on my mom's So,
0: boss Basta boy
2: But
1: but um I got really into fashion. I start. I started out in like phases. So like eighth grade, I was doing like more so like the emo, like scene kid like style. Right. Like very just like chains and like ri- just ri- oh yeah, <laughs> it- out chains there and like the world. you know like you know pink and was like this you know, was just Hello say- Kitty? Just doing too much. I <laughs> saw you
0: put up a picture on your Instagram of young you when you had the two, <laughs> <laughs> <the> two
1: pigtails. <laughs> Uh, it's been a, it's been a while. I had to come into it. like what I'm saying. It, like I had to come into the fashion. Oh my
0: god, it was. I <laughs>
1: yeah. I wasn't allowed to dress myself for a very long yeah. time. Right, like right, a right. very long time. My mom had like a lot of control over the things that I would wear because uh-huh. I, was, I was a bigger girl. So like as soon as like I got the opportunity to just like you know wear whatever I want, it was time. So ironically enough. I want to say sophomore, freshman year, going to sophomore year, I just started going thrift store shopping because uh, Cosby sweaters were in, right. and I'm mm-hmm. like, I gotta go give me a Cosby sweater because <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. the way that people were putting it together was like so cute. Right. So as I would just like look for like Cosby sweaters, they started off with Cosby sweaters. And then it kind of went from like, you know, jewelry accessories uh-huh. and like, you know, clothes and stuff like that. I would use the money that my mom gave me for lunch money and Never spend it at the store. were you
0: starving yourself <laughs> I, looked I, I looked cute. <laughs> I looked cute. I looked
1: cute. And you cute. was probably
0: hungry <laughs> as hell,
1: It's cool. I had I had a couple dollars for some Bosco sticks, yeah, but you know. <laughs> Oh. But, like, junior year of high school was when, like, it, like, I think that's when my addiction started to, like, thrifting. And then also, like, I had to, I was channeling my energy into looking good because my ex was, like, I thought maybe if I looked good, like, had, like, a different outfit every day, then right. my ex would somehow, like, notice me and, like, want to get back to me. New slash, sure. he did it. <laughs> but hey, yeah. I started coming into that and then, like, I really wanted to get best dressed. Me and my friend Thomas wanted to get best dressed. So at this year. point, you
0: like in high
2: school now. Yes, high yeah, school. Yeah.
1: So senior year. Yeah, you know, I wanted to get best dressed, but like you know, I, you know, I wasn't bad. I was still thrifting, but like you know, I was still trying to like figure out like you know what stuff do I like? I because I was still trying to have my style, but also like appease everybody. Because right. you know that's the high school is the time where you want to please everybody. So For I, sure. So after high school. <clears throat> And, you know, working and, like, making my own money, uh-huh. that's when I just went full throttle. And, you know, I started to get really into, like, you know, just, like, <sighs> fashion as far as just, like, you know, just putting clothes together, uh-huh. like, or, like, um, you know, different, like, runway shows and stuff like that. Because I actually did... Um, my senior project with my friend's mom, and she works in like New York, and right. like you know, and she's like a stylist and like a fashion director, like coordinator. Very awesome, very awesome. But, um, that's how I kind of just like came into it, and you know, every year I just gave less of a fuck,
0: right? <laughs> and for sure,
1: and so, um, I Decided that if there was a point of time where I was like, okay I need to put myself out there right because everyone's asking me like, you know Where do you get all these clothes from like, you know I like the way that you dress cuz at this point like I've evolved like my style is very Not unconventional like yeah. mm-hmm. it's very all, all over the place like I'm I will try at least something once I'll try I'll wear something once and like, right I don't know how I put it together. Sometimes I just be throwing shit together. But that's, just <laughs> yeah, how, yeah, yeah. that's just how I'm looking. Everybody just lives for it. So then that's when I decided that I wanted to start Broke Fame.
0: And so <laughs> when you put up stuff on, so say you just throw something together. You put it on the Broke Fame page. You put it on your personal page. What um Are you putting it up like, you know, I'm going to put this up because I like it or I love it? Or are you putting it up because I, you think people might like it or people might love it? So, yeah
1: I, how I will determine the thing is like sometimes like I even have like fire outfits that I wear and don't even take pictures of it. And I get so mad about it because I'm a person that oh. doesn't like to. <laughs> I don't like to repeat outfits. Right, I'm right very right. Bougie. I, don't, I will only wear things once. I can't wear it for like a, the yeah. next like. We
0: was lives. rocking with you all the <laughs> way up. In the, how? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we gotta talk about this for a second. How do you promote thrifting? But you don't promote repeated outfits.
1: Because.
0: <laughs> like literally the outfit itself has already been repeated. Because.
1: Not repeated in the sense how I put it together. Right. Like if, if I style an outfit a certain way, it will not be repeated. Right. It cannot be repeated. Yeah. Because I, I want to do like different things. For like sure. Like I want to try different things. You know, if I go back to it just because it's that cute, I will. But nine times out of ten, I'm just like, meh. But yeah. you know, a lot of people do like to, you know, wear like outfits at multiple times and stuff like that, and right. that's why I'm here because I will show you, hey. like, I'll find you like some really cute, like, fire right. stuff, yeah, so you can wear it continuously, yeah. But that's just me because I'm a diva. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> yo, I had man, I needed you bad one day. I was um, I was hosting a fashion show at John Carroll. Shouts out to that group, um, that event. It was dope, and I'm like, yo. I need a stylist. Like, I need somebody to get me crispy for this fashion show. But I think he was in Scentsy at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, bro, I'm out here on my own. <laughs> so I did it the same way I would always do. T-shirts, some nice shoes. and <laughs> it's just, I don't know why, bro, but I, I'm always going to play it simple. I have no, I'm, uh, I can't, bro. I'm always going to play it simple.
1: I, I, you know, I used to think the same thing, too. But, like, simple was so boring. It is super boring. And, like, you know, I like to, I, I, I'm like, I, not even, like, strategically, like, pick things out, yeah. it's just, like, I just, like, I'm like, okay, this is different, this is different, this is, I go for stuff that people aren't wearing, and then, like, when I wear it, it makes them want to wear it.
0: Right. So, um, so, I'm going you this, one of the biggest things that, like, I try to bring to this podcast is, like, I always try to be super transparent, um, so if we're talking about a topic that relates to me, or we're talking about... You know, if somebody makes a point that I connect with, you know, no matter how real it is, if I feel comfortable enough, I'm going to share it. Um, so when you are out here and you're creating this dope content that you're putting out there and you're on social media and you're influencing people to change up their style, which overall impacts their life and how they feel about themselves, how do you go about remaining transparent? Like, is there a certain wall that you put up between yourself and the people that follow you? Or are you just like, nah, I'm not going to have any wall up at all. I'm going to just be completely open.
1: Um, so, funny enough, um, I only keep a wall up as far as just like my Instagram, my Instagram accounts go. Uh-huh. Only because like Instagram was just, I just think of it just like, you know, pictures, right. like, you know, just like, you know, advertisement. Yeah, for sure. And so I just, I don't feel the need to overshare too much On those sites, only just because, like you know, it's constantly just like no one's really looking. It's just like you know, pictures. Right. So like you know, why not look at a good picture? For sure.
2: Yeah. Now,
1: like my Twitter, on the other hand, like you know, people want to get like more that side of me. It's just far as like you know, my opinions about like you know. Real world like situations, stuff like that. Then that's like you know you can get the real me that way. Right. But like <clears throat> my social media handles are basically like all the same. I do have a Finsta though. That does, <laughs> I just yo, I just made wait, a Finsta. Yo. I just made a Finsta. Wait, wow. why do you have a Finsta?
0: First off, you got to tell us why. Why do you have a Finsta? <laughs>
1: okay, so like with Finsta, it's like it's like your own like personal like mood diary. Yeah. Like yeah. I would like to think it like that. That's I funny, had right? like a like a a like a like a separate like Twitter account where I just kind of like just tweet my feelings just like a diary because right. sometimes I just don't feel like like sometimes I don't feel like writing like actually like physically writing uh-huh. so I just have have a Twitter where I just like express like my emotions and like it's a really good way to keep like my dates and like I can just see like how yeah. long I've came uh-huh. I have a Finsta because like Finstas are funny like right. not everybody can be like super duper like serious prestigious all the time about Instagram Like for sure sometimes I just be just in the moment I just wanna post a picture and just talk to you about it and nobody right. only like select few people like will see it and it's mostly like girls who have other fences too. Right, right. So we're just like, Oh my god, same <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm on my period <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like, you know, just right. like just like stuff like that. I'm just like I'm I'm trying to be more of a open person just as far as just like, you know, owning my shit. Because right. like if you don't own your shit, like that's that's how it backfires on you. I think that's how like a lot of celebrities that's and people a if facts. Influ- influencers like get in trouble because like, you know, they will they will seem like one thing, and then, like, you know, people go digging and looking through stuff, and right. all of a sudden. Because what's,
0: what's old boy here, YouTuber? I think he just got. James caught. Charles. So, yeah. oh what's, what's the situation with that,
1: man? So what's going on? The situation with James Charles, Tati Westbrook, and Jeffree Star is one. They're all. Well, actually, James Charles and Jeffrey Star, they're definitely like racist, yeah. period. Yeah. Like, they should have been canceled, but white people just out now nah, just started canceling them. Right. <laughs> so, right. it's all because of like Tati Westbrook. And to be honest, at the end, day yes (laughs) yes like you know loyalty has been like questioned and like you know a lot of things were said about james charles that didn't need to be said but i mean at the end of the day like i mean they're they they don't really influence me because like they don't they're just like privileged like white youtubers arguing over sponsorships and you know like fucking vitamins where like right. there are like real like black content like creators out there that don't even get as near the recognition or like the sponsorships like as they do
0: right for sure what do you <clears throat> feel like the market is like for like <clears throat> see the way I look at it with, with the podcast market is it's, um it's a lot of people who got a podcast and honestly it takes years for it to really pick up and get a lot of traction unless you have a big name behind it but what do you feel like the, the market is like for people who are involved in creating content that's related to fashion or um, just the route that you're in for black content creators is, is it a lot of opportunity for you all or is it one of those situations where you almost gotta create your own opportunity
1: I mean at this point I feel like you just kinda have to create your own opportunities it'd be nice to like you know work with like Big brands and stuff like that, like that is something <clears throat> that I feel like more people are starting to get into. Yeah, but but you know they're really selective. Like yeah. you know I I will not be bought. Right. I will not be a sellout.
0: Yeah, because I've seen a couple people reach out to you in your comments, man.
1: Yeah, but like you know, if if, if a brand like that is gonna reach out to me, like. I need it to be something that I will actually like legit buy. Right. Yeah, and like legit street. will wear, legit will buy again and not just for like a sponsor code. For sure. Like I know I could be making way more money on social media than I'm doing now, but I'm being like selective because right. like when the brand that hit me up, I'm just like, eh. It yeah. could be better. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. They could be better. Let's go, ass, in <laughs> old navy fit, yeah, right? Like you know, and me trying to put it
1: on like my bro page, like yeah, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make sense for me to put that. So I just, I just want my social media accounts to just be like, okay, like I'm putting this out here because I like wearing this. Yeah, and, and it's like, a reflection no of problem. you. Yeah, yeah, it is
0: you. Right, right, right. And,
1: like, a lot of people get caught up when, like, you know, they're promoting one thing and, like, it doesn't work and they get it because, like, oh, you posted it. Like, right. I don't want to be responsible for, right. like, promoting stuff that, that I know that doesn't know. work and, like, my name is on it. like yeah.
0: Oh, because they for sure. So when you, when you are um, creating content or when you're putting up posts, regardless of what it's about, what's the most important thing to you? Like, whenever you're putting up something... What is it like? Oh, What what is your priority when, when you're creating content? Uh,
1: my priority for making content is like... I don't know. I, it has to be something that I genuinely want to put out. Right. Because not going to lie... A lot of people, they, when they content create, they kind of, like, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, me, I kind of like to, you know, just to talk about things, like, you know, things right. that are bothering me. Like, in the other podcast that we did, you know, we talked about, you know, the abortion laws that are happening. Right. And I was actually meaning to yeah. actually do a video about that. That's why I'm so mad. I can't find my SD. Well, my friend has my SD card in Cincinnati. So, yeah. so I couldn't record the podcast. But, right. like, that was something that I wanted to talk about because, you know, I've, you know, share like I shared having an abortion, like, uh-huh. you know, I've <clears throat> I've been through it. Like I just wanted to share like my thoughts and feelings on it. Right. And you know, I kinda wanna just be like that person where it's just like, you know, I'm relatable and like uh uh-huh. you know I I've not been through some stuff, but like, you know, like you know, just speaking about stuff that doesn't really concern me, but you yeah. know, what here are my thoughts on it. Right.
0: <laughs> but see I think that see the cool thing about what I think about as being a content creator is a lot of people, they have the same thought as you, but like they're not as brave enough to speak about it. So like I'll have a lot of people DM me and say like, yo, I really I agree with what you said or yo, I completely disagree with what you said or yo, you sound like an asshole or just DM me or whatever. Have you ever had anybody hit you up and just say something crazy to you or somebody text you and, and like disagree with you over something that they saw you said or put out there? media
1: um <clears throat> there was um, a time where one of these girls I used to be close friends with in high school she had made like <clears throat> a racist pose she was uh-huh. wearing um what was she wearing she was wearing I think she was wearing a wall and her husband... Oh, not her husband. Her boyfriend was, like, wearing, like, a sombrero, obviously. Like, you yeah. know.
0: Oh, God, no. And uh, on
1: some... Uh, on that type of stuff. No. And so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had... um, I had... um, Wrote underneath there. I was just like, hey, girl, like, I love you, but this is way... This is, like... This is not right. Right. Like, yeah. and, you know she texted me like you know like trying to defend herself and everything like that the picture ended up on Twitter no Um, she didn't go viral did she? uh, I mean honestly she really could have if we (laughs) left it up there but like you know I'm just trying to figure out hold on I, I just like when I am doing something, I just know that I'm not trying to do these things to be mean. But it's just like when you learn the more about the history of America and you start and learn, like, your, your background and everything like that, not everything uh-huh. is so sensitive anymore. Right. Like, you know, like, That's a people fact. are saying, like, you know, everyone's so sensitive nowadays and blah, 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 blah. But it's just like when you're doing your research and you're reflecting on, like, you know things that are happening happening currently or like that you let slide in the past you will never let it slide again right so she didn't understand you know why i said the things that i said and you like you know that like when she got exposed on twitter it's just like you know it is what it is right, right, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you wanted this out don't post something that you know you, you were going to get in trouble for that you're so you're that you're scared of getting out and then, like, there was, like, another situation where um, <laughs> someone that I went to high school with said that white privilege doesn't exist. In, and so I ended up uh, posting on my Instagram, and, like, you know, we yeah. had an open discussion yeah, about it. Yeah, we need names. And then, uh, and, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then a lot of people were, like, coming at me about it. Like, and that was, like, the last controversial, like, post that made sense then because, like, there was, like, People, like, messaging me, like, you know, I'm cool with, but not, like, super-duper close with, and, like, you know, saying, like, you know, well, I don't think that white privilege exists because X, Y, and Z. Right. It's just, like, you know, questioning me about, like, my, like, struggles, like, uh-huh. growing up as a black female. Right. Like, questioning what I have because, like, you know, I was friends with them in high school, but now I'm seeing things in a different light, yeah. um, and it's just, like, Don't invalidate my experience because everyone has a different experience. Like I didn't grow up under privilege or anything like that. I'm like, but I am aware that you know anything can happen, anything can pop off, for sure, because of the color of my skin, and that's just that, and that's just facts, right? And it's just like when I I worked in management, like and I've seen like how they treat like black women in management. Yeah, like I I've experienced it, I felt it, right? And so when I say like you know the things that I do is just like. I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm saying it because this is my experience as a black woman. And I'm not going to deny anymore. Because right. Because in, in a sense, I was in denial about it for a very long time.
0: In denial about?
1: Like, the experience that I had as growing oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. As a black kid in in, a, in the suburbs. Uh-huh. And, like, you know... N- noticing the different the, the different types of privileges that you know i have versus like other people right and like you know i got passes because of the way that i talk but you know yeah. the people that i'm friends with they're not accepted because For sure. you know they're not the same black person as you. Like, you right, know, right, like right. saying, like stuff like that. Man, listen, that's <laughs> a
0: whole episode in itself. I know, though. and I got to come back
1: for it. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to talk about no, it. No, yeah,
0: but we, well, we, we definitely going to have you back for that. Yes. Because that is a whole episode in yes. itself. So. <laughs> um, So my question to you was, dang, it just, it was in my mind, and then it slipped my mind. What was <laughs> I going to ask you? You were talking about, um, she was talking about privilege. Oh, this is what it is. So, do you feel, do you ever worry that you being so outspoken about so many different things and so many major issues that we have in this society, do you ever worry about it, you know, affecting broke fame or just affecting your opportunities for
1: broke fame? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, you know, broke fame is my baby. Right. Like, Broke fame is going to be bigger. In my mind, it's going to be bigger than what it is now. Uh-huh. The real one's going to rock with me. The other ones, they just don't want to hear it. Right, for sure. And, like, you know, I... um That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Like... I,
0: I, I felt that. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a scary thing that, because yeah. like, you know, you yeah, can't say that.
1: something to like set things off, like right. or like set people off and stuff like that. But it's just like, you know, we have been doing this. We've been trained to do this for so long. Right. To be quiet about certain situations. To just not express ourselves. Like you not, you know, not be unapologetically black. Right. Like uh-huh. you know, it's is huh. yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like so tired of just like, you know, Trying to like pussyfoot around things anymore, like you yeah, know? and it's just like you know you gotta own the things that you or create opportunities for yourself. So this That's is a fact. this is broke fame is something that I'm going to create, and if they don't like it because I don't agree with something, okay, right? But I don't really make content to where it'll make people like oh, like I don't want to follow her anymore because yeah. she's ridiculous. Blah blah blah, blah da, 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 da. Yeah. It's just like you know y'all ain't cancel Kanye.
0: Yeah, they for sure ain't
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't cancel Kanye. Man, I seen
0: somebody listening to R. Kelly the other day. <laughs>
1: like people don't cancel R. Kelly. Yeah, you I'm know. Damn, so
0: sure I cancel Brittany Cleveland <laughs> like if,
1: if I'm canceled, like that's fine. But right. at the end of the day, you know I'm still learning. I'm still growing as an individual. Like and. I don't want to say things that I sound stupid about, but like, you know, once you experience things and, you know, you read some more books and everything like that, you're coming. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's and that's the thing about cancel culture, too, because I was somebody who was always like cancel, cancel, cancel. But then I realized, like, once I really just start speaking and, and having an opinion and educating myself on certain things, like people got to grow. You know, they got to develop. So you're not always going to be right about something, no matter who you are. You might be completely wrong about something. And I, I feel like the worst part about cancel culture is is that we don't give people the opportunity to like learn from their mistake. Now, granted, there are some things that are inexcusable, but for the most part, you know, I think that everybody can be a little bit more educated in whatever it is that they're talking about. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I'm not sitting up here and saying that, like, you know, I'm like the perfect person, like I'm the perfect influencer, and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. This is not really what I'm here for, you know. I'm still, I'm only 22, about to be 23 years old in hey. August. I am a Leo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we gonna be wrong about something, yeah. but like, you know, I'm trying to correct my mistakes as I go because I am growing still at the end of the day. Like, right. I've been through it, like. For sure. Crazy. But, you know, I'm just trying to do better and educate myself more and, you know, try to filter out, try and filter out the negativity as much as possible, Mm -hmm. even though sometimes I dwell on it.
0: So, all right. So, so let's talk about that. How do you filter out the negativity? Because I'm sure, especially when it comes to fashion and you putting your sense of style out there, you putting your body out there, you putting everything out there. How do you filter out the negativity? You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, just, you know, I try to remember that I am not um, society's standard of beauty, and that's okay. Yeah, (laughs) right. Um, I say, um... I, someone has told me like before like that I couldn't dress and everything like that a couple mm-hmm. years back when like broke fame was just like you know just like just like starting right and, like, you know talk, he talked crap about me but he also was a hype beast yeah. so like, whatever <laughs> <you in> <laughs> like I'm just like in like I just started to feel like more of just like in an, an, an enthusiast of fashion because like you know there's so there's so many good looks out there that can't even be named by whatever designer and shit. all the designers create the same stuff too so for sure but like you know i just like you know i just love to like look at them and just like you know just picture myself you know having these nice garments on one day like slaying the runway and everything like uh-huh. period yeah. like it, it can happen if I make it happen. <laughs> that's
0: a fact. I had a situation where somebody had made a comment about the podcast, right? And it fucked me up for like a week. So, like, for like a whole week, I'm just sitting there like, damn. Damn. And then I was talking to my boy about it. And he like, bro, if that's what they said, then it just means that the podcast ain't for them. And it's not going to be for everybody. And you can't be upset with them. But don't feel like your shit not good because somebody don't like it. And I was like, yeah, you got a point. After I heard that. Literally, no comment affects me anymore because I'm just like, oh, well, it ain't for you. Oh, well, it ain't for you because somebody had said to me, they um, also said like, oh, well, Dev, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure some white people that listen to this podcast. I hope there are. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to y'all. <laughs> um, but somebody said like, yo, Dev, you know, clearly your podcast is for like young black people, but you know, I don't like. Can white people enjoy your podcast too? And I was like, yeah, like, cause I don't hate anybody. I don't. I don't insinuate hate. Too, I don't, I don't speak on, you know, negatively, um, you know, negative things. I don't, I don't try to get people to harm anybody. So, you know, I just speak the way that I prefer to speak on my podcast, and I talk about topics that I can relate to and can express myself clearly on, and so. You know, some of those things might just have to do more with black people. It might be things that black people. I mean, can honestly, to. there's
1: like people who like to podcasts about like KKK meetings, right? <laughs> so and you know, I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna, you know, I don't think you can relate <laughs> to the, you know, the KKK, <laughs> like you know, or like you know, like I've like listened to like different like podcasts before, but right. like I listen to podcasts. To things that I can relate to, for sure. So it's yeah, just yeah. like, listen, if you can relate, but right. if you can't relate, like that's not your fault. You yeah. just can't relate. It's just up to you if you want to keep going or not. And like, that's a fact. And and like it's, it's really just not that hard. People listen to what they want to listen to. They like what they like,
0: for if, sure. It's the same thing. Just because
1: it doesn't work for that person, I'm sure there's another person who's just like, oh, let me listen to this. Like, Like, let me listen in. Like, (laughs) they just made a new podcast today. Like, let me go listen. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm.
0: Because that's how, like, that's the same way I am with my music. Like, I don't say, like, oh, country is ass. I don't like country. I just know (laughs) I don't like country, so I don't listen to country. It's not that country is a terrible genre. I just prefer not to listen to country.
1: Ironically enough, I have been... Well, I guess it's not really by like, choice, but like listening to like a lot of country music, because you yeah. know, the borderline is like Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the borderline is Kentucky. Go yeah, over the bridge if you're yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of country music. It's not bad. It's not bad. Right. But you yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know I don't appreciate. You Lil- telling
0: me or are you trying to convince <laughs> yourself. What
1: I'm saying is I just don't appreciate them trying to kick out Lil Nas for saying that they're yeah
0: man that
1: um that he's not country but like right. you know people are left to right becoming fucking rappers. Shh. Everybody in their mind is We ain't gonna say
0: rappers. no names. G E Z, M G K. Say babes, names bro. like it's yeah. different
1: races of people taking something sure. that's black and yeah. you know we're we're accepting of all people uh-huh. which can be like a downfall sometimes But you know No, go ahead. It, it could be a downfall sometimes because like, you know, we're doing stuff in other lanes yeah. and then we're no, you can't do this. No. Right. Like, you know, you're you're not allowed to be in here. It's just like, oh, but we let but For we sure. let y'all your sisters and cousins have yeah. the charm, and to get BET that's award. A yeah. Like
0: So that's interesting. Part of the because culture. When you talk about stuff like that, I think that in the beginning, I think that we accept it we accept it, you know. A few outliers, like, of course, you know, if you go way back, you had, like, guys like the Beastie Boys, Mm -hmm. and then you, you know, we accepted Eminem, but Mm -hmm. it's crazy because I think that, actually, the reverse happened to rap. I think that rap originally wasn't accepted by all cultures, then it became accepted by all cultures, so all cultures thought they could have input in that genre, so we might not necessarily be accepting of a new white rapper, but it's so many white people that like rap now that it looks as if we accepted him
1: um I will say this I feel like if if you respect the culture and the privilege of being in the hip-hop entertainment I feel like that's when we can give you the accolades I for think, sure but like some people like don't even know who Tupac is That's like a fact. or don't even respect them that's or a like fact. you know they don't care about um they don't care about, the artistry of, you uh-huh. know, being a hip hop artist. They just want the bag. Right. They just want to make hits that are just like, okay, they're bops in the club, but like if you really like listen to it, like, ain't nobody trying to listen to all that like right. in a twelve hour fucking car ride. Yeah, hell like not. or it yeah, don't yeah. make no sense. Like there's no like real like lyrics. Like there's no like There's just no art. Everything just kind of seems like manufactured just like fashion, too. Yeah.
0: And so speaking of fashion, and and so you had mentioned Lil Nas X, and you know he just signed a deal with Wrangler, right?
1: Oh, those, those (laughs) white people are (laughs) mad! They are (laughs) mad! I see them going in on the comments, such. I'm like, y'all are so mad. Yeah,
0: yeah. they dead ass mad. The fact like that, that he got
1: Wrangler like yeah. to do that, it one. I think that was smart on Wrangler's move.
0: It was super smart because you might see some of us at Wrangler's.
1: Honestly, <laughs> honestly, they're talking. I'm, I'm gonna boycott <laughs> this. Like, that's really cool that this kid, this guy, like yeah. came in and got these 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 people and they ruffled up in their feathers bro cause
0: I think the only person I might be wrong but I think the only other big name that Wrangler had sponsoring them was Brett Favre the white dude the quarterback who he, he'd be running on the field and then just be like the country is commercial <laughs> you
1: could
0: like, they're like playing football all shit but and now we're ball. gonna
1: but then it's just like that's smart because if Lil Nas is like the face of like that brand Yo. Like he, then like they know that the black people gonna come in and buy I'm telling you it, it, that's Loki like the problem some days, but, you know, different (laughs) podcasts, different podcasts. However, it was a good move and just the fact that we black people are so influential as far as, like, you know, the culture. For sure. Like, we're raw. Like, I just want to be in the culture because I feel like I can handle it.
0: Right. We And, yeah, I think that we are. I think that a lot of pretty much we are pop culture, you know, anytime that we do something. Somebody we're, else copying walk- it, somebody else We're walking
1: them. legends, bro. We're that is walking a fact. icons. That is like, a fact.
0: So when... We
1: don't age. We don't.
0: <laughs> Shouts out to all my beautiful black queens out there. Period. <laughs> um, so, so when it comes to... So back to you and broke fame. When it comes to some of the sacrifices that you've had to make to this point, to get to this point with broke fame and with your brand and yourself and to get the respect that you get because um, like I said, I've seen people hitting you up and reaching out to you about working with their brands what what do you feel like some of your biggest sacrifices were to get here in the fashion world or in the in the influence in the influential uh media
2: world like? Um,
1: well, like I said, I have to keep constantly reminding myself that mm-hmm. you know I am not the standard of beauty that everybody's looking for right you know I am not. <clears throat> People might try to question me because, like, you know, the way that I talk and, you know, like, my interests and everything like that. Like, yeah. I just have to know that I try to just be as, as transparent as possible and just, like, own my shit. I think, right. I think that's, like, the biggest sacrifice because I am a person who really <laughs> doesn't like getting in trouble and, 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 like, has been through so much pride shit. Uh-huh. Like, been through yeah, so yeah, much pride stuff. Yeah, yeah. To where it's just like, you know, you're going to have to own up to it someday. Right. And so I'm sitting here, like, you know, just, you know, owning up to it. And, you know, having the confidence enough to be like, okay, but I'm going to make a bag out of it, though, one day. For sure. I'm going to make broke fame into something that's like, not, like, change it to something that's always just been in my head. Right. Like, yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be so much more than, like, what the braided is now. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. I'm so proud of myself for how far I've came, because now I can say it's my brand. For sure. I have it on my business cards. So, uh, shout out to in New Yorker to hey. getting me my business cards last year. Really cool, dope business Wait, What's
0: cards. the... Because we're going to tag it when we put up the episode. Do you know what the Instagram order... Is that what the name of the company is?
1: Uh, Yes, Propane. <laughs> no, I'm
0: saying... The people who made your business cards. Oh, right?
1: it was actually um my mentor, Sia. Oh, okay,
0: okay, 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 okay. Um,
1: um, she she's is actually hard. a. <laughs> sorry, no, I, you're look right. a... I feel like I asked. Okay, sorry. No, you cool. Um, she is a news anchor.
0: Hey, that's super dope.
1: For Cleveland, I want to believe. I believe it is Channel 19. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Channel 19. But <clears throat> she's really amazing. Like amazing person to talk to like she's definitely someone that i look up to in like you know the journalism field like you know she is my mentor Uh like i she she just helped me so much
0: and that's big i don't even know if you realize the level of jewelry that you just gave out so you just talked about you know you just shouted somebody out for helping you create your business card um
1: oh i would also like to shout out jocelyn Seeds. she also made me really want to get into like you know like Fashion, because she was uh, she's a stylist for uh, two of the stars for Dancing with the Stars, right? And you know I was wow. modeling on her TV show. Wow, wow, yeah, from dope. from 2016 to 2017, wow. the jo- the Jocelyn Show. Look us that's up,
0: great. yeah. Like, <laughs> Go off. She then, made she <laughs> she, yeah. made, she
1: made me really want to like you know I really like work in television and do fashion and just uh-huh. look good while doing it too. Like you know her right. show, like. We'd go from the runway, and then she would, like, do, like, a different subject, like, in the other half hour that she had. Yeah. And so, like, it'd be just, like, you know, about, like, either, like, you know, a bike gang, like, you know, giving, like, you know, toys to, like, needy kids and, right. like, stuff like that. Like, you know, that's something that I want to do. Like, yeah. in like, those experiences and, like, everything that's happened, like, molded broke fame into what it's that's going dope. to be and more. Right.
0: So, yeah, y'all, make sure that you take yourself serious first. So, clearly, what I'm hearing from Brittany is, is that she took broke fame serious since day one. And now everybody else in the world is taking it serious. But a lot of people have these ideas, have these business ideas, or have these ideas for their brands, and they don't take it serious. They don't have business cards. They're not um, organizing their social media the right way. They're not using their outlet or creating platforms for themselves, but they want everybody else to do it. And that's. Never going to be the case. Right. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else going to believe in you. So one of my last questions for you um, that I'm going to ask you, um, and hopefully you know people could pick out something powerful from whatever it is that you say, and then I'll chime in and say something myself. But so with you being as transparent as possible and with you creating content, how do you maintain your self-love or your own sense of self because you're giving so much of yourself away and you're putting up so much... You're putting out yourself, and people could take an opportunity to be cruel. So, how do you maintain that self, the level of self-love that you have to even be brave enough to do what you do?
1: What would Beyonce do? What would
2: Beyonce <laughs> do?
1: I've been, I, I just came out like a really like very shitty situation yeah. um, with another individual that, like, you know, <clears throat> I don't have time to be around miserable people. Right. And you know I may feel like uh, like uh, today's so miserable like I feel like poop and everything like that but uh-huh. like you know at the end of the day like broke fame like it exists for a reason right like it exists for a reason yeah. and it's something that like that's just gonna go beyond that like the way I even thought of the name like I like to look famous when I'm broke as shit right like, right, right yeah that's like dope. you yes. when people see that like. They, they feel that. Right. And, like, I'm happy that, like, I can make a brand for myself to where, like, I go out the house. Like, I can walk that's around. That's
0: actually huge, too. The more you <laughs> talk about it, the more I see it. And I'm like, damn, that's dope.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really dope. I yeah. can go to, like, like, maybe, like, Beachville Mall or something like that. Uh-huh. And, like, I will probably run into, like... 10 maybe people yeah. that I know and maybe like 4 or 5 4 of those people they will know me strictly just like you know just fashion shit don't yeah. ain't you Britney or ain't yeah. you broke fame that be doing that fashion shit like that's uh-huh. crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. like fashion shit like, sure like
0: yeah. yeah. I, and I know it's crazy cause one time I was at a kickback and dude somebody was like yo you the dude with the podcast and I was like yep yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he knew what the name of the podcast was, but I was like, "Yeah, yup, that's me, bro." <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yep,
0: that's me. <laughs> that's me. Nah. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think that that's that is super dope. Um, and just telling yourself, pretty much having that sense of purpose, as also being like the root of you having that self love and that drive to continue pushing through.
1: Also, like, let me just tell you, mm-hmm. um, I really do it for like my family because like right now like my niece she just I just she just exudes me. Yeah, yeah. Like she looks like my sister. Right. And like but like I can just tell her attitude is like gonna be me. Like my sister told me, like, you know, I, if anybody I want Mariah to be like is like you when right. you grow up. Oh like, man. A, like when she grows up. So you got
0: a legacy that you gotta protect. Exactly. Yes. Like, you yes. know, I
1: don't I just don't do it for me. Like I do it for her because like you know I wanna teach her like, you know it, it She might not have the same struggles as me because I'm dark-skinned. She likes skin with blue eyes. But (laughs) (laughs) but I at least want to teach her, like, you know, like, do something that you really love and, like, you know, work hard at something that you want to build a legacy for. And that's kind of, like, where I'm at right now because, you know, I feel like I'm going to get told no. Like, you know, I'm going to be told that. I, I honestly, I don't really feel like being told no. That's right. how I feel. Yeah. I don't feel like being told no. Right. If I can't get into somewhere because X, Y, and Z, well, I'll just make way. <laughs> right. For
0: sure. And that's a fact. I want to ask you this, too. You just made me think about this. Yo, I keep having these questions, and then they just, they run right out of my mind. You were saying that you don't want to be told no. You're just talking about your niece. Oh. If you could... That's crazy. I keep remembering them right after I forget them. <laughs> um, if you could continue to do broke fame and maybe never become what people would consider wealthy, would you still continue to do it?
1: Um, I'm going to do it until I get there. Yeah. like There's just like no room for error when it comes to your creativity. Right. And so I feel like if I'm not in my 30s, Well, if I'm in my 30s and broke fame is still just, like, you know, just a local thing, that's a problem. But I do have people from, like, different, like, countries following me. That's cool, too. That's what's up. That is what's up. Shout out to Jenna's pen pal. (laughs) Hey.
0: (laughs) I don't even know. What is that? Is that a... Hmm? What is Jenna's pen pal? Hold on.
1: Let me... Actually. I know my friend Jenna. She has a pen pal who follows me. And she...
0: I didn't know people still do pen pal.
1: Justina. Justina, Justina. shouts
0: out to you, Justina. Justina, wherever you she, are, she
1: like messages me like with like positive things, like how she says she loves how I'm like influenced yeah. by like you know, you know people like from her country and everything like right. that, and it's just like you know I, <laughs> I, I love doing stuff like this. Like yeah. I know I just want to keep putting out content until you know I get there because at the end of the day. Broke Fame is just like a blog page and just it's my brand right now, but it's gonna be a network. Definitely. It's gonna be a legacy. Definitely. I'm we, gonna have to pass it down to my niece or kids. But definitely my to. niece, because she was here first. Hey,
0: and hopefully, um and not even hopefully, but we all will be continuing watching and supporting that process. So if you support me, support Brittany Cleveland, support Broke Fame, do not if you listen to this podcast, go over it and check out some of her stuff, man. Like I told y'all, I don't lie to y'all um her stuff is fire i've watched it and you know i can't even sit still so <laughs> <laughs> so that says a lot um but thank you again for coming through for another episode you're gonna have to win mvp bro you're gonna <gasps> have to you're gonna have to win mvp i can't wait to um, come
1: back thank you yeah for having you've been me. amazing
0: um so make sure that y'all follow broke fame make sure y'all follow britney cleveland we're going to tag um all of her social media handles um at the bottom at the notes of this episode so that way you all won't forget them just after you listen um but I think the biggest takeaway, what would you say the biggest takeaway from this would be, man?
1: You know, I'm going to look back at this podcast, and, you know, I'm just going to keep going. I'm saying everything I'm saying, and I'm just going to make it happen. For sure. I, this is For just sure. going to be one of, like, you know, the many chapters of my life. and. Yeah. I want to replay this day when I was talking about being a media mogul. Man, you know how lit that's going to be? Mogul. I know. I can't wait to have it in my documentary. I'll fuck around <laughs> and cry.
0: i dead ass will cry. <laughs> and then sell the interview for millions of dollars.
1: Like, <laughs> I'm like so serious. Like, yeah,
0: nah, so serious. For real. Yeah, nah, that's big. A that with,
1: Leo with power. It's a wonderful thing.
0: For sure. Speaking into existence, y'all, if y'all have a a, a brand, an idea, a business that you have not yet started, speaking into existence. Believe in yourself, everybody else will believe in you. The same way Brittany did with Broke Fame is the same thing I did with this podcast and the same thing that many people that I'm around and that she's around have continued to do. So if you listen to this and you're thinking about something and you're waiting for the right time, that is right now, start that. Like As soon as this shit goes off, because make sure you finish streaming my shit first. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as this shit goes off, start your idea, even if you're at work. Start it, write it down, make notes in your phone, but just make sure that y'all start the idea and believe in yourself, take yourself serious. Thank you um, to everybody who supports this podcast for listening to another episode of the Outrighteous Podcast. we knocking them out, man. Um, and we are going to continue to give you all some dope content, some stuff that you can love and relate to. It's Dev The Voice for another episode of the Outrighteous Podcast, man. Until next time.
2: I've been on a whole new wave. All up in my ear, trying to ruin my day. Long as these checks coming in, I'm straight. Cut a few off, no, we do not do the fake. Ay, I got everything in my backseat for the trip. And I am solo, I don't need no extra lip. Cruising through the night, I play the background like a abuse. Uh, we just stack the brain and reinvested, that's a flip. Uh, still don't know my name, let it bang in the street. Ay, I don't do the colors, I just bang over beats. Might just keep it going, then I charge for a seat. Just charge for the heat in the in the lane like LBJ though.